State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that has spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. We're just two unapologetically black women with an opinion who talk back. Hey y'all, it's me, Tam Bam. And it's AJ. And this is We Talk Back. Yay, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. And guess what? We have something special for you today. We have Drew Sedora. From the Real Housewives of Atlanta, the newest cast member. Oh, it's so exciting. So she's going to be talking about, uh, she's going to be talking with us about a few things. We want to know what the hell happened at the bachelorette party, at Cynthia's bachelorette party. Also, where the fuck did her husband go (laughs) for three days? No, I want to (laughs) know. Who smashed Bolo? (laughs) Who hit Bolo? (laughs) So tune in. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags-to-riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative. The 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field. From free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. Oh my God, we got Drew Sedora on our show. We're so excited to have you today. And we really appreciate you. you doing our show. Yes. We made it happen, guys. Yes. You know, teamwork makes the dream work. Yes, that was so beautiful, by the way. And you, you, too. you too. Yes, you're glowing, <laughs> sis. You're glowing. My hair is popping, I'm going to say. Period. Period. I'm go. Brazilian today. This is Brazilian Bra- or Cambodian. I think we say Cambodian. I think I'm doing Brazilian today, too. I'm girl. Indian. You're Indian? Okay. <laughs> we are international. We are cultured. Okay. Period. Beautiful and black. <laughs> so, we definitely want to talk to you about your peach and how you've been ha- having some shade someone sitting under your peach tree latoya i never heard that that is good <laughs> yes so you can drop that on her next time <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to bring that back that's a good one um yeah that's been interesting because for me i was just excited to get to know everybody like we're, we're grown women, so, so it's exactly. like, naturally, you just want to get to know people, connect, and you know you're not going to connect with everybody, so it was just kind of immature, you know, and I was completely blindsided that I was being judged upon just, like, entering the door. Do you think it's because... Like, who does that? Right, and you know, I, I kind of, I watch the show, so I'm trying to figure out, you have the peach, you're already going to be permanently on the show, as far as I'm concerned, I don't know what's in the background, but... Do you think that maybe the producers put her on to be, like, the antagonist to try and get your peach? Like, does she think she has an opportunity to get your peach? 
I, she doesn't have a peach. Um, I'm not the producer, so I don't know if she's going to get a peach, you know? I can say that I feel like she came on here a little thirsty um, and just a little bit caboodles. I call her caboodles because she just does the absolute most. <laughs> so I just honestly, like, if, if it is the producers, then she's a showgirl and she's being fake. And if she's being authentic and that's really her, then I'm sad. So either way, it's a lose-lose in my book because, you know, I just feel like as women, as women of color, especially after coming off of Black Lives Matters, the 2020 we had, it's just like, why are we tearing each other down like that and off of no basis? Like, I can see if I did something, because I can give you a couple reasons to be mad. Like, if you want it, you can get it. You know, (laughs) I can give it. So... But it just seemed um, inauthentic to me to just pass judgment without really even getting to know me. So. Absolutely. Right. That's right, my out own the, thoughts. right out the gate, she was talking about uh, your character on the game. Like, I don't like you because of your character on the game. Like, it was just fresh out the gate. Like, y'all didn't really have any real interaction. She was judging you off the camera. And your hair, it was nothing wrong with your hair no. on the first episode. I didn't think so. Or whichever episode now, it was. Say, there was nothing wrong with it. It was COVID. I was doing my own wigs. <laughs> So, but I felt good about my wig. I felt great about it. I was confident. And I was just like, I'm glad you watched. You know, that's how I was like, I'm glad you watched. Okay. You know what I mean? Moving on next. I realized very quickly that I just, she wasn't my cup of tea. We didn't connect. And and that's okay. You know, it, it's okay. I'm okay with that. Right. So I'm okay with that. out of the, all the women that you, you're, you're dealing with on the show, who's your favorite? Who do you feel like you connect with the most? Honestly, um, definitely Portia. I mean, yeah, we, love uh, Portia. we yeah. have a very genuine friendship. We have a lot of fun. Um, I find her to be very honest, down to earth. Like, she's not a showgirl. Like, what you see is what you get. Um, our daughters play together. She's my neighbor. So it was just a very genuine connection. Um, Cynthia, that's my ride or die. Um, she and Mike are both friends with Ralph and I. So it's like we have a couple friends and that's, you know, she's she's really like a big sis to me. So um, I would say those are my two, but I get along with pretty much everybody. Shamia, Candy, I don't have no problems. Like, those are all like the neutral fun, people, though. Except for just these two, you know what I mean? Very bitter. So wait, who's the, Very who's the two? Because I know Latoya. I just, no, and, the and two okay. would be Latoya and Kenya, right? Those two. Oh, you don't have not. to say any names. We already know. <laughs> Listen, I can feel the energy through the screen. Look, yeah. sips tea. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So, the last episode. Woo, baby, it was juicy. I enjoyed the episode, girl. I was watching like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how I was watching the episode. I had to run it back, okay? I was nervous because, and I mean, for me, I had fun. I told everybody what happened. I was excited about it. Bolo is amazing, you know, at what he does. But I saw some things that I was like, yeah, I don't know if they're going to show all of that, which they didn't. Mm -hmm. They didn't. Mm. But I was nervous for um, some particular person that I was just like, oh, if they show what she did, I mean, it's going to be really bad. But they didn't. They didn't show everything. Right. (laughs) You know, she's lucky. She caught a pass on that one. Let me tell you, all right, so the scene where y'all are on, like, the camera is from the patio or something, and they're looking in the window, and I can't tell what you're doing, sis, but it looked like you're moving like this, girl. And I'm, <laughs> well, I'm getting close to the screen trying okay. to figure out. So, um, 
I was learning how to twerk. Okay. So the ladies had taught me how to twerk because I really don't know how to twerk. I didn't I didn't know how to twerk at the time. So, you know, both was getting everybody lap dances and I was just, you know, next in line. And when it came time, I was like, I'm about to learn everything to bring back home to my husband. Period. So that was my intention. And I was like, the girls were were rooting me on. They was complimenting. So I felt good about what, you know, tricks I learned there. <laughs> and Bolo, yeah, he what he flipped me over the coffee table. Gave me my little one-two, you know, lap dance, and it was it was great. It was a bachelorette right. party, so right. so do I you, didn't feel bad about none of it. <laughs> so, do you think that? Because um, I am a firm believer in, in giving men something to deal with. Because if you be a little bit too easygoing, your man can get up and go to Tampa for three days <laughs> without you knowing. So, do you think Thank maybe you. that scene kind of? Put him in his place. Let him know. Don't get too familiar with me. Yeah, you're my you're my husband. I've been, you know, we've been married for a while. But don't get too familiar to where you think you can just play with me all type of ways. Yeah, I think for you know anybody who's married, it's like first and foremost, marriage is hard. Like marriage is a lot of work, and I think when you just have two people that are committed, you're gonna have these ebb and these flows. And so, yeah, for that situation and him leaving for three days and we're actively in marriage counseling, I did learn that as a wife, I mean, we talked about it on the show, his expectation is a little different than mine. He expects to have what? Respect and sex three three times a week. So for me, I do have to, and I had to own that I have to step it up in that area, you know, of being more of a sexual being, making sure I get my naps in so we can, <laughs> I can, I can submit to him in the way that but you got several jobs to be met. You have several I, jobs. And any, anybody listening, you got to step up your sex game. Like women can't be up here withholding sex and expecting their husband to be faithful. And so for me in marriage counseling, I own that portion. So me going and learning some new tricks, he's not complaining now, you know, but it is the <laughs> truth. Like whatever you do, we can do and do it better. So, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, just teach them some things. And But the biggest thing is I always stand behind telling the truth, um, you know, being honest and transparent, um, but also learning how to submit. And it's okay to say, you know what, I'm not perfect. I'm going to work on these areas because this is what my husband is saying that he needs. And it has to be two-way street. So, but here, all right, I'll give him more sex. He won't leave. For three days. <laughs> but here's the thing. All right, you said you're learning new tricks, okay? And that's good, but they, they got to learn some new tricks, too. You're bringing that same dick to the bed that you've been bringing to the bed for years and years and years. Like, we shouldn't be the only you know, ones. That's where you got to get... I get into my actress bag, and we do a little role play. I got me, like, a little strobe light. You know, you got you to gotta make it creative. So we, we do little trips. You know, we use our imagination, and, and it really keeps the bedroom spicy. Right. So... I think after, like you said, you've been with somebody for like years and years and years, you got to find new ways to keep it engaging and exciting. So y'all got that part right. That is very true. What about bringing somebody else in there? Oh. <laughs> um, Cynthia's thinking about it now. <laughs> I can honestly say I, I, I've had thoughts about it and we'll go to the strip club, but I'm not there. Like, I don't judge women that do that. I commend them for their confidence. But our, our marriage is not that stable, and I'm a little territorial, and I'm not ready to do that. It, it, we're just not strong enough. I'll be the first to admit, we're not strong so enough. So has that ever came up in your relationship? That. We did a whole episode 
Uh, we had uh, a gentleman who's been in a five-year non-monogamous open relationship. Mm-hmm. So has okay. Ralph ever presented that to you? What would you think of that? Like, if you've been saying... I mean, you guys... <laughs> You guys have been in a monogamous relationship for... You've been married, what, six years, right? Uh, yep, six okay. years, going on seven. So let's just say tomorrow he comes in and say, you know what? You know, I've been... Maybe we should have an open relationship. How does that look like for you? Hell no. Listen, I believe in honesty. I believe in honesty. And I believe that if a man is not being fulfilled, he has a right to speak up. And the wife should acquiesce to that. Um, I've never been in that situation. So I can't honestly say how I would react. Like, would I leave? Would I think about it? Like, I really have to sit in that. Because I've had thoughts of, okay, threesome. Kind of sounds sexy. You know what I'm saying? Could turn me on. We go to strip clubs. But it's like, to actually do it, I feel like I couldn't do it. Like, when I really put real thought into it, it's like, not something I don't think I would be okay with. You know, it's better, and, and that could change. You know, we'll have to talk again in the future. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just really honest. Like, I don't, I don't have all the answers, but I just feel like where we are right now, our marriage isn't strong enough. Now, maybe if your marriage is strong enough, you know what I mean? Right. And my confidence is, is, is higher, and we have better communication. You know, then maybe it could change. But, like, where we are right now, I just can't even fathom the thought. Like... I'm still trying to figure out where he was, what he was going on. So, so, so look, I don't, I'm not trying to get in your business because, like, I feel like both of our, both of us are like the type of friends. Like, you can tell me all the type, all the things you want to tell me about your man. I may not even ask for an update. When you like him, I love him. When you don't like him, I don't like his ass. So, all I want to know is that you know what happened in Tampa. I'm not asking you what happened in Tampa, but I want to know: Do you know what happened in Tampa? Who he was with? A little so, bit of the business. I will say, um, and I don't want to tease too much, but in marriage counseling, he did, like, kind of share some things that shed a little more light. Um, and it it was good for me. Like, I felt complete in knowing that he was on his best behavior. And in marriage counseling, he needed to do what he needed to do, and it wasn't so much, like, running to someone um, it was just running away from me at that moment because, you know, I've it, been it there. I've so been Ralph before. That, I've been him before. Uh, I've actually that? been Ralph before. I ran away for really? a couple of days. Yes. Because it, I felt, and I, you know, you kind of said something recently where you said that you felt like the show was helping you with your marriage. Um, yeah. I kind of felt, I kind of feel like, and at the time we were also in therapy, I feel like me going to Atlanta may have helped him straighten up a little bit. I don't know. So now you're trying to bust it wide open a little bit more for him because you don't want him to go to any outside sources. resources right. <laughs> to outsource the vagina. <laughs> ah, that's, you know what? What I, what I realize is like, you know, people have their vices. So it could be alcohol, drugs, cheating. For him, it was going to the beach, literally going to meditate and getting away, just bringing separation to the both of us because it could have 
I mean, when you think about people that end up in a violent domestic situation, it's like they don't, they may not be abusers or they wanted to do that. It's just because when you're so emotional, it's like he made the best decision for our marriage to have a chance at that time. And also when he was younger, um, and this is what we learned in marriage counseling, he would run away from home whenever he got too stressed or his mom made him feel unappreciated. And so a lot of what you bring into your marriage is the baggage of your past. And so once I realized it wasn't about me, because like when you had to run away, was it you just needing to get away? Was it you needing to fulfill something? All of those Like things. what was everything? Yeah. Look, look, I'm not being interviewed, but it was just me. I needed to, I needed to get away. Literally, yeah. like seriously, I just needed, I felt like you were too familiar with me. You thought I would never leave. And I just wanted you to feel a little bit away. And it's bad because that's just not what you do in a relationship, especially if you're going through therapy and trying to figure things out. Because, you know, that I'm, I'm engaged. So that's my fiance's thing. Like, you left while we were in therapy. Oh, my. But it was after the first, the first session of therapy. It was the first session. It was like the first session ain't work. We need, like, six more. So I, I understand Ralph mm. a little bit. And one thing I wanted to say to you, because um, I, I saw where you said that, um, you know, you didn't know what was going to be, what, what we would see, what the, the public would see as far as the episode. And you were like, count your blessings every time <laughs> the commercial came on. And then you mentioned to him, well, I still don't know what you did in Tampa. Is that deflecting? Because you supposedly got over Tampa, right? Did you get over Tampa? Are we over Tampa now? Um, I am. I am not completely healed, right? So I'll be honest. Let me let me process this. So I am content, and I receive the reason why. I think it's more of the reason that I realized why he had to leave more so than his actions. So we've made an agreement. Um, that you can't abandon your family. You can't just leave because it gets hard because that's what marriage is hard. You can't just run. You can't be a runner. So I am complete with that. But I feel like, you know, um, me being open and honest and transparent, that was my, you know, intention was just to be like, this is how you could be. You could just, if you would have said to me, I'm going away to Tampa. I need a break. I would have been like, okay, you know, all right. But I think the fact was, it wasn't that he actually went. It was that I didn't know no. where he was. And then he was watching y'all so, on camera. Right. <laughs> but see, you better than my, me because... Listen, oh, hold on. My man would say, I'm going to Tampa. I would be like, we going to Tampa. I don't know if I would be able to be like, okay, go ahead. Like, No, no, no. When you're married for six years, I'm like, go. Like, I'm happy when... I need my breaks. And so, but the difference is I'll tell them, like, I'll go get me a hotel for a night or two because everybody needs their me time. We got three kids. So, no, no, no. We need our own corners. Sometimes he'll go in the guest room. Sometimes I'll go. Just because I want to watch my shows. I want the heat on a certain temperature. He wants it cold. Like, it's just certain things that you you need a break. You're going to need a break. But you have to communicate that you need it and let your family know where you're going. So, my reason for communicating everything on a trip was to let him know this is what you should do to your spouse is to be honest, open, transparent. And then it's all good. Like, that's what I feel. Even if you're like, Hey, you're not giving me enough sex. I'm about to go get a girlfriend or go cheat. 
let let it be my choice if I want to leave you or stay. Don't take my choice away from me. So that was me. I'm going to be honest, even if you don't like it. Look, the stripper flipped me over. <laughs> you can't be mad. I didn't cheat. I was at a bachelorette party. I mean, right. yeah, I twerked. Right. But if everything was good, this is what I meant by deflecting. Because if, let's say Ralph never went to Tampa and everything was good yes. in our relationship, would you have had that much fun at the Would you have let Bolo flip you <laughs> on the table, girl? <laughs> <laughs> you see, the, that's what I meant by deflecting because you had such fun because you did it in Tampa. I don't know what you did. So, shit, I'm going to do it. I'm going to have fun at this uh, bachelorette party. And I honestly, <laughs> I honestly feel like if he hadn't left and it was still COVID and I had been in the house for seven months, I had three Achilles rupture surgery. That was my first bachelorette party that I ever been to. I feel like I want to do the same thing. <laughs> I, I feel like as a woman, I was living for me. Not it was so much not about him because he goes to the strip club. He he goes with his friends to the strip club and gets lap like that's just part of like male culture. So I think women can have the same fun men have. Absolutely. Right. Without it being disrespect. Right. right. We would like to think so, but we but already know. Men don't feel the same. <laughs> they don't feel the same. Well, he gonna have to, he gonna have to like get emotionally stronger and he gonna have to understand that we're equals. I'm not living in that men are above women or those gender roles. No. Whatever you do, women can do. I am a feminist. I women empowerment. And as long as you don't cross that line, I feel like everybody's line is different. Like I said, if you and your mate agree on an open marriage, that's y'all line. Y'all line is over there. If your line is having, you know, threesome, that's your line. My line is is here. It's a little bit closer. But that's our line. Don't cheat. Don't lie. That's my tolerance. You know, those are the things I can um, not tolerate. It's the cheating, the lying, and, and the lack of transparency. Right. Right. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's the lion. It's the lion for me. Right. And that's why the show, the, our, our podcast is We Talk Back. Yes. And I mean, it's just about female empowerment. I won't necessarily say I'm a feminist because I like to be taken care of. I'm me sorry. too. I'm not a feminist. <laughs> I'm not. I like to be taken care of, child. <laughs> I like to be called sweetie, Look, baby. Like, do you think your, your, your uh, profession... Kind of, uh-uh, look at <laughs> Do you think your profession kind of challenges, like, your, your marriage a little bit? Like, what you do for a living? Oh, yeah. It definitely does. You know why? Because my husband is not in entertainment. He's in corporate, and that's a different structure. And then for me, it's like, I cannot have a job today and, like, be on a series tomorrow. My schedule is not repetitious, so... Having kids and a husband's like, where's my dinner? Oh, well, I was working. You know, I had to film something till one in the morning. It, it makes for just, you have to be down for the roller coaster. And initially, he was not used to that. And um, that that brings challenges, you know, because I'd be sleepy and he'd be ready to get it in. And I'm like, well, I work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. so we got to find times to get, like, on the same page. Because really, all he cares about is sex. Like, he, he's a great husband. I think it's you know because I mean? he's an but Aquarius. I Googled him. He's an Aquarius. That's the only thing I looked up about him. <laughs> My fiance is an Aquarius. Girl, I know what you're going through. <laughs> I know what you're going through, girl. I look, know. Yes. I feel you. Your pain. Girl, they're different. you're smart. 
You are smart. That's the because only thing. I'm not a stalker now. Up. That's the only thing I wanted to know. I, the, from the first episode, I said, let me see what this nigga uh, sign is. Wow. <laughs> wow. And I already knew. So wait, does that mean Aquarius, like, they just like sex a lot? Is yes. That, okay. Aquarius man. A lot of sex. Um, yeah. Role play. <laughs> all, all these, you have to really keep up with so, them. So wait, between the two of you, what do you think is a healthy amount of sex? A week. I would say three to four days. Three to four days. But for him, it's like every day. And if it's just not, oh. if it's not intercourse, it got to be something else. Right. <laughs> and that part, I be trying to, I be like, I, like, I now love getting a sore throat because I be like, well, my throat's sore. Girl, I got TMJ. Listen, I have real She life. has a doctor's excuse. And, and from She's dental not. work to like my jaw, let me see if you can hear it. Hold on. My she shit loud. Hear that my, shit. Her my, jaw's clicking though, <laughs> so she has a doctor's excuse why she can't. So you got a yes. doctor's no. You got a doctor's excuse. Yes, yes, I really love you if I'm doing all that extra work and listening. <laughs> I don't feel like it. I swear I don't feel like it. Yes, it's a lot of work. That's what, like that's part of the marriage. I mean, that's a lot of work within itself. Like I got to take vitamins. I got to get a nap in. Wait till you guys have children, like a family. Girl. It's a lot. And yeah. then you got the kids walking in sometimes. Like, it's just a whole What thing. are you doing so, to mommy? Think... <laughs> Get off my mommy. You're hurting her. <laughs> oh, I got stories about that. We don't have to talk, like, offline. Say, oh, I was mortified. Like, I know you were. Right. It's just all kind of other elements. All you got to say is... Build your... All you got to say is, how you think you got here? That's what my mama told me when I saw her and my dad. How you think you got here? That's it. That's no. all she told me about sex. <laughs> Should I? Daughter's three. She'd be like, huh? Right. <laughs> got here. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to try that. Or I'm going to try that. But that's a tough thing. Because you try to shield your kids for so long. But, like, we have a nine-year-old. And it's starting to get real. Where I know that conversation is, like, knocking on the right. door. I don't know. I'm not ready. But don't let the internet I'm teach them. I'm not ready them. for that. Right. Don't let the internet teach them. That's for sure. So I, yeah, I know absolutely. we only have a few more minutes, but I wanted we wanted to play a game with you. So it's an acronym game, and it's based on okay. Chicago slang, because we know you're from Chicago, girl. So we're trying to test yeah. your gangster. We're trying to test your gangster. Let's see what kind of slang you know. All right. So here's the first one. Shh. W W. Wait, are these a brief? It's a are it's a slang a word. Creation? All right, we're gonna give you a, um some clues. So basically, if you're telling a story and you're trying to make a long story short, in Chicago, are these slang? Are in Chicago slang, like yeah, girl, I went out with him. Long story short, <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, look, <laughs> no. We found these on the end. All right, it's woo wop the bam, woo wop the bam. No, y'all don't. Oh, who, what, you know. Oh, okay. That's just something how we talk. Yeah. So that's 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 more. Yeah, our language. We be like, woo want bam. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Woo bam, but it's not always woo want bam or you know um woo woo. That's that's when we right. Woo, woo. That's right. more uh, uh, universal. Woo woo. <laughs> but woo want the bam. Nobody else says that shit but Chicago. But next. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So here's the next one. That is funny that y'all. Oh my god. All right. What's this one? Pull it down. Don't cover your face she... up. <laughs> All right, this one is like. I, you know, I never. If she, if, I never. If Toya run out, up on me so... one more time, you gonna say this? I'ma beat her ass. Oh my mama, that's one thing. Okay, it's kind of like that. 
on my mama. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna tell you. On four and them. On four and them. <laughs> she looking like no. <laughs> you don't know that one? This is, somebody from Chicago gave me this one. <laughs> All right, we say, oh, my mama, oh, sorry. oh, Larry Hoover. Okay, I heard that one, too. I put that on O Block. Like, you got to put it on, like, yeah, oh, my mama and them. That's one thing. Okay. Yeah, oh, my mama. All right, here's this one. Oh, wait. <laughs> that is oh, I was supposed to say YOLO. It was about to say YOLO, not BOLO. Chicago don't know nothing about BOLO, okay? <laughs> and then here's the last one. All right, this one is a little bit more difficult. This is if you <laughs> oh, go Lord. to South Carolina and you're hanging out with your girls. And out of the palm. And out of Charleston, too. And the, <laughs> and the cameras go off. Bolo, what? We're just going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Hold on. One more second. Bitch, what? I don't know. Bitch, what? Bolo, what? Uh, his thing is bitch. Uh, who who fucked, fucked the stripper? stripper? <laughs> Tell us who <laughs> fucked the stripper, girl. Bitch, who fucked the stripper? <laughs> did somebody? Is did? It's did only two bitches. So which two bitches fucked the stripper? I saw the preview for the next true. episode, and See, somebody was looking a little shame in the face. So I don't know <laughs> who y'all think. Who y'all think it was? Because I don't think that that happened. But I mean. Kenya is running and driving this train, and everybody's jumping on it. Right. But I was like, nobody told me they did. <laughs> like, not even on some don't tell nobody. I really think it's made up. So that's why I'm watching just like everybody else. Like, But he left 7 o'clock in the morning, so he just stayed the night there in that extra bedroom. They was in there doing Bible study, girl. <laughs> Maybe his Uber didn't come until that time. Girl, if I commit like, a crime, I want you to be there, because you're not like telling nothing. He drove a whole Cadillac Escalade off the next morning. <laughs> was that his? Like, oh, maybe it was I don't even Uber. It could have been an Uber X. It could have, yeah, been an Uber. I was like, maybe Candy was asleep and forgot to call his Uber. I don't know. This girl interrogation room. I don't know nothing. <laughs> Sissy. <laughs> no, no, for real, for real. I'm being funny, I but like, I really, truly don't believe it. I felt like it was Kenya just trying to character assassinate Portia and Tanya. Like, I just felt like it was just all made up for Kenya to just, once again, try to tear down another Black woman. That's how I... That's what I discerned. That's what I felt. Because it was just like, we all were having fun. You weren't in their room. How do you know? Like... Exactly. It could have been girl on girl. How are you just going to say that? Like... You just don't know for sure, and I just felt like to throw those things around. Well, I thought it was Portia and Toya. Portia and Toya? Yeah, not Portia and Tanya. I don't see Tanya like that. Let me tell you, that man was so fine. Like, whoever it was, I'm not mad. Yeah, no, I'm happy for them. (laughs) Like, if they they, they wanted to do what they want, they grown women, leave them alone. Like, we're all able, but my thing is, if you did it, own it. You know, that's what I, I really stand behind that. Just own it. That's why I don't believe it because Portia's so honest and so real. Like, she says she something that you wouldn't think people would say. That's so why I'm like, she's somebody that would own it and be like, look, she doesn't have anything to hide. She's single, you know, um, whatever the case may be. I mean, she's definitely free to do her own thing. She's not married. But I just hope, you know, I believe that she would be totally honest 
Um, so I, I yeah, own your hoe. Somebody need to like, own their hoe. Yeah, own somebody your need home. to own their hoe and let us know but who Candy, fuck Bolo. But, <laughs> but Candy said, "What happens in the dungeon stays in the dungeon." So if the dungeon was closed, why are we even still talking about it? You know. Mm. And that was my point. Like it's a bachelorette party. What happens? I was raised. What happens at a girl's bachelorette party stays there. Right. As Candy said, what happens in the dungeon stays in the dungeon. So. Like, why are we even trying to figure it out? We had a great time. Right, absolutely. We actually, that was one of the few times that we all genuinely were getting along. Mm -hmm. So why are we now making this negative? I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. Right. We agree. We agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know our time is up. We wish it wasn't over because we were having so much fun with you, but we thank I you for know. coming. Thank you, And we want you back. I appreciate y'all. Please have me back because we got to do a whole segment on just Aquarius men. Like, I feel like... I'm a whole horoscope type person. I'm a Gemini. What's your sign? I'm a Taurus. Ta oh, I oh, love Taurus. I love Taurus. Aww. Give me another hug. Yeah. <laughs> Virtual hug. <laughs> Girl, but them Aquarius, they special. I love them. Yeah. I don't... I haven't dealt with one of those. Girl, child. Pat, bypass they ass <laughs> and Scorpios. I love My a Scorpio. dad was an Aquarius and he was... He, my mom is now sharing with me um, how similar he is to my husband. Mm -hmm. See, as being the daughter, I didn't see that side. Right. You know, that happened behind closed doors. Now my mom is telling me, so I'm like, mommy. So yeah, my dad is even similar to my husband. Though. That's what happened. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. No, thank y'all. Y'all are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Sorry. you. Hope to talk to y'all again. We're going to have to recap. If it comes out, then we're gonna have to talk about yes. it. I yes, yes, definitely. Talk back, so. Definitely. Okay. I want to talk about right. Tampa, and I want to talk about Bolo ass. Bolo, for sure, <laughs> for sure. No. And you can have Ralph on here anytime because yes, Ralph. Yes. Yes. To hear what he has to say. Yes, we want to hear his side. Yep. We want to know what what happened Absolutely. in Tampa. <laughs> and you are free to ask him. You have my permission. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, girl. All right. Bye, See you all. Bye. Bye. Hold on, before we get into anything else, let's pay some bills real quick. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Walbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Oh my God, I love Drew so much. Yeah, she was great. She feels like a homegirl, like, <laughs> you know, in real life, you know? Yes, I cannot wait. I, I hope she really comes back to the show so Me we too. can talk about some of this shit a little bit more. And bring Ralph. <laughs> Ralph probably ain't gonna do that shit. Yeah. If he's an Aquarius, he's not about to uh, do the show. No, probably not. But we would love to have you, Ralph, if you got that life. <laughs> <laughs> to get grilled a little bit. Right. So, if you guys enjoyed that episode, please hit us up on We Talk Back Podcast on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, we are still looking for those dumb bitch stories. Yes. Like, we know y'all out here doing dumb shit or have done some dumb shit that you've learned from. Or doing some dumb shit right now. Right, that you need some advice on. Share it. So, you can hit us up again on Instagram or you can email us those dumb bitch stories or simp series. Right, that's stories. What you mean. That's equivalent to dumb bitch for men. Right. You can hit us up at wetalkbackpod at gmail.com. And we still looking for you men for uh, the love. <laughs> love we're going to do a whole campaign for that shit. Don't worry, bitch. We're going to find you a man. We're going to do a whole campaign. It's gonna I be want like an Aquarius, home. too. I feel left out. Bitch, don't, don't wish for that. Okay. <laughs> they be good and bad, because my Aquarius is great. But, girl, listen. We're going to do a whole campaign okay. for... Yeah, because I'm I'm feeling desperate saying that at the end of every show, like like I need a nigga that bad. Like, don't get it twisted. A little bad, not that bad. A little bad, not all that bad. So yeah, I'm not desperate, guys. Don't get it twisted. I'm still I'm popping out here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful Black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. 
Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.